ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. It's not just small-scale farmers that have taken on regenerative grazing principles. The swell of vast pastoral operations now claiming to adopt the soil-focused land management is exploding. But what scrutiny is placed around the claims of regen and is the consumer going to literally buy it? A Brisbane-based meat export company thinks so. When visiting the butcher, labels professing your protein has been raised as organic, sustainable, grass-fed, grain-fed, carbon-neutral or natural now adorns the price ticket. But is there room for one more? Part of the reason why we actually went down the regenerative pathway was that we saw that the term sustainable was becoming something that was being even more widely used and something that really didn't give a lot of depth to a definition for a consumer. Nick Thompson manages Paradigm Foods, a meat supply chain company that champions the provenance of the lamb and beef it sells. In 2022, the company launched a brand called Roots Regenerative, a 100% grass-fed beef range that exports to the United States, the first company to gain US Department of Agriculture approval to market their brand using the regenerative claim. The ultimate way that regenerative farming works is managing your pastures in a way that's helps improve both above ground and below ground biodiversity. Uh, there's a lot of noise out there in the, in the moment about climate and climate change. And a lot of that focuses on a carbon problem or carbon emissions. Uh, regenerative is one of these particular processes or ways of farming that focuses on so much more than just that. So how many cattle then are part of this program, this specifically this Roots Regenerative branded beef line that you've got, and what kind of cattle fit the brief? We've got over 750,000 hectares of regenerative land now onboarded into our system. Uh, at the moment, that's over, uh, over 50,000 uh, head, including breeding cattle, which are, which are now... Uh, under our definition, regenerative, mm -hmm. and uh, and ultimately they range from uh, they range from you know what we call flatbacks out of central Queensland, your, your general crossbred animals, to more uh, more animals which have got a high boss indicus in them, and uh, and we've enabled us to uh, build a program which takes a a wider variety of cattle. In the, we're doing that because at the moment our biggest sales channel is into the United States, and a big portion of that product that we're selling is actually trim. So while export volumes are still small, Nick Thompson believes the opportunities though are big. I do believe if you went out of the farming scene and out of your and my conversation and actually into where our consumers are. Uh, a lot of our customers still don't know a lot about regenerative and a lot of consumers out there still don't know a lot of, about regenerative. So I do believe this movement is still in the very early days. So our demand, it, 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 this has been 
and build on both sides. It's build, been a build on building the definition and then onboarding producers, but it's also then been building the, the demand and the, the getting customer traction. And I really think that's going to be our focus in 2024 is how we bring more customers into this program so that we can ultimately then start to increase our supply and throughput. The chance to supply cattle through the brand suits one Queensland and New South Wales-based pastoral company owned by the Fairfax family. Steve Wilkins heads up Aminia and in the last few years has made landscape improvement a focus of the company. He says finding value through joining up with Paradigm to supply its cattle to the Roots Regenerative brand was logical. We do feed budgets, particularly coming out of growing season, uh, constantly just keeping in, in touch with the feed in front of our, um, on the properties. Uh, the managers are then able to forecast how much feed they've got, how many animals they can actually run on that. So we're managing stocking rate to carrying capacity as we see that decline in feed through um, decreased rainfall. We we are then able to uh, be well out in front and, and manage those numbers to re- make um, reductions where needed. And if there's um, opportunities within the business when we see a spike of rain, we can, um, uh, that grows a bit of feed, we can readjust and bring those, bring more animals on to actually match that feed that is growing. But what surety can customers have when it comes to the claims of being clean, green, coupled with landscape improvement? Nick Thompson says Paradigm Foods has developed its own principles held to rigorous standards by external auditors. It's become a, a third-party audited or third-party certified uh, system and we had to do that uh, through the fact that There wasn't, at the time when we developed this, a regenerative definition around beef and grazing. So we developed our own onboarding system, which basically goes onto farm to evaluate whilst we want to look at the principles and we understand that regenerative farming looks at more the principles of farming. For us to actually see whether a farmer is is managing their land in a regenerative way, there's there's a bunch of practices that we need to evaluate as well, whether that's um, what they call water and wire. So putting more, uh, putting more water points and putting more wire so that you can, uh, you know, short terms of grazing. Um, So all of these different uh, practices have had to be evaluated. Uh, But yes, it then does go through a third party certification. So we work in with a third party uh, body that then does go on to farm to to audit the um, the producers. The ultimate goal where we want to get to is rather than just auditing a farm, using this audit process to look at the objective measurements of what's actually happening on a regenerative property so that we can then start to evaluate what the true benefits of regenerative agriculture actually actually are. Ultimately, Steve Wilkins sees any specific marketing of beef with a regenerative tag is just the cherry on top of a production system that he believes is kinder to land, animal and farm manager. I can tell you, certainly relate to snap decisions. When I, uh, when I was on the farm at Gundawindi, there'd be a lot of um, sleepless nights worrying about whether you should be destocking. Um, however, now with the data we have and we capture, we, uh, I certainly feel... All our managers are in control and I haven't had too many conversations in the last 
uh, six months of, of anyone panicking, um, which is which is really it's it's great to see that they feel in control. 